let's do it. Good. Let's uh, let's uh, stretch it till it snaps off. Let's bend it till it breaks. It's Ooh, Insert Credit, the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Insert Man, I, Credit I, 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 is proud to present the 2013 Game of the Year podcast. I was going to... From the Kalos region to Monaco, <laughs> Video Land is tuning to this show. It's the Whoa. only place in the world to go to discover the Game of the Year. What's happening? Yo, you kicked and you bio-shocked. You tore away at your candy box, but only Insert Credit can herd the flock to discover the Game of the Year. No other game podcast composes such lists, or at least not as quite comprehensive as this. <laughs> so hunk and chew away all your fears, <laughs> grab a popcorn off your lips and a beer. Come on, everybody, it's finally here, the Insert Credit Game of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm kind of sad that 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 you didn't uh, warn us that you were gonna do that because then he did. I did. He warned. No, no, no. no he I warned mean, us in the email thread. No, no, I saw that, but you didn't warn us that you were starting it right then because some of your song got talked through. <laughs> so uh, we're yeah. in the next uh, what hour and twenty was, minutes talking about I the was, game of the year, Bioshock Infinite. I was being a jerk, and I was going to say, welcome to the Insert Credit Podcast, Game of the Year 1963, is what I was going to say. That was uh, what... I'm your host, Alex Jaffe, and joining me on this auspicious occasion is Animal Crosser, Frank Cifaldi. Hi, Game of the Year 1963, Space War. <laughs> Metal Gear Riser, Tim Rogers. What? <laughs> yeah. And Gunpointer, Brandon Sheffield. Oh, Gunpoint. Point. I like that one. We've received many nominations from our listeners for Game of the Year, but only 15 games received three or more votes. Okay. I'll go through them alphabetically, and we'll discuss each one in four minutes, ranking them in order of quality as we go, and maybe passing over a few in the process. We'll round out the list to 20 when I share the pool of games which received only two votes with our panel, from which they must determine the remainder of the top 20 video games of 2013. At the All end... Right. Our panelists, should they so choose, can force one game each to, of their choice, which didn't make the cut, onto the final list. All right. Let's do it. Those are the rules. We'll begin at the beginning of the alphabet with uh, the letter B. Bioshock oh, Infinite. The game of the year. Bioshock Infinite is uh, is basically, it's, it's, it's a simulated racist Disneyland. They took a game that some people liked which was Bioshock, and they just decided to go ahead and make it a little bit more like Call of Duty because they would make a little bit more money because uh, it was just the hubris of the idiocy of the uh, AAA games. It's like, oh, yeah, these guys, yeah, you know, oh, we can make a game like that. All we have to do is just make it like this. And it's like it was a terrible shooting game. It was a decently realized environment. Uh, you know, I mean, looked really, really good, really impressive, you know, whatever. The the ending made me laugh so hard I, I actually did throw up. Uh, you know, it's I, I guess it's game of the year so far for this show. More like uh, so Bioshock unfun it. Yeah, unfun it. Yeah. I threw up uh, in the toilet, but okay, I was good. that was actually kind of unrelated. It was not toilet. a projectile vomit like onto the screen. No, you've seen my living room. You know I couldn't get it that far. Like yeah, it's I mean I mean, I'm pretty good at project uh vom at, at proj yeah, bomb. Yeah. At, at proj bomb. I'm pretty good at those, but I couldn't get it. That 14 yeah. feet, you know, that's that's a little bit much. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. A game no, like is, that is there like a, a like can you can you inject yourself with a power in the game to Proj bomb uh, extra distance? Because I yes. didn't play it. I don't know. Okay. Yes. 
So there's just all this crap in the game. There's all this... Uh, it's just the dilapidated shack of game systems is what it is. And it's... I mean, I'm not talking Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo. I mean game <laughs> systems as in... It's just... It's like... You know, we've, you've got this weapon, and all the weapons do the same thing. It's like pull the trigger to shoot it or hold the trigger to make a trap. And it's like there's a the most powerful weapon in the game is a trap of crows that you can set up a, a pit in the ground that if somebody walks through it, it turns Tim, it, the plural of crows death. is it's a crows. murder, not a trap. It's, no, it's it's a pit. Okay, you know what I mean. It's It's a pit trap that someone steps in, and they get assaulted by crows. And it's like every... Power up is that. There's the fire trap that somebody walks through and they get fire. And there's just this kleptomania in the game where you touch a button and you rip open a drawer and just pull a whole bunch of crap out of it. And it's like that's just the whole game. And it's like there's like a million little trinkets and baubles and health items that you get. It's like I'm pretty sure if you put together all the health items that you can get in the course of that entire game, you're not going to be able to fill up more than one or two health bars. It's like why even have all these systems just kind of band-aid dangling off of the bottom of this game's goddamn foot? It's a waste of my time, and it was a waste of hundreds of people's time as they worked on the goddamn thing. It's just a, it's it's just a big lumbering gross, weird thing with some pretty neat graphics and environment art, and oh my god, they actually made all this stuff in this game, and it's like, is that enough for video games? That was enough for people to say Metal Gear Solid 4 was a god darn masterpiece, and it's like, this is the same vein as that, and it's just like, you want to put some, you know, tape some balls on there while you're taping Band-Aids on, you know? <laughs> Have some balls dangling from the other side of the adhesion of the Band-Aid. I just yeah, spilled a god darn diet barks on my god darn uh, my god darn pants. Hey, can somebody get me some toilet paper in here, please? Please? I'm in my room <laughs> visiting my parents. For, I, I, need, I need toilet paper quickly, please. Um, but uh, we, we're forgetting this game has uh, themes, right? It has, it has themes and, and uh, it has things to think about. Motifs. Got, uh, Thanks. Yeah. Like it's it's uh it's 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 true art. Messages. Um, getting that it's art. Um, it they worked on it for what like five six years or something. Yeah, at least. Um, so obviously it's pretty good. Um, and uh, no one had fun making it. No. Uh, Tim, if you're trying to talk to us, your microphone's up. I was gonna say the amount the amount of work put into the game is admirable on a sheer volume scale. I mean, it yeah. is. It is it is impossible to not admire how much work was put into the game. That's the nicest thing I can say about so it. So far, it's game of the year. Our next topic, Candy Box. Candy Box, I, I, I'd put Bioshock Infinite above Candy Box. I played Legend of the Red Dragon before. You know, I played a whole bunch of these old text-only ASCII sort of games, and it's like Candy Box satirizing Farmville or whatever. It's like, why don't you do something that's worth something? Instead of pointing out that video games are dumb, this game's cool because it points out that video games are dumb. So why don't you make a video game that's not dumb? You know, that's all I have to say about Candy Box. That's it. That's so, literally uh, all I have to say. Candy hey. Box is probably going to be the only game uh, on this list that I've played. Oh, you <laughs> played some games, god darn it! I you're sent gonna... you every game I played that came out this year. You're gonna hear some more of them before. Okay, uh, I might before have forgotten some. Over. I might have yeah, forgotten. you've definitely forgotten some. Uh, it's cool, baby. It's cool. Okay, thanks, Tim. I, I, I needed your uh, forgiveness on that one. Um, but uh, Candy Box was not a, a, a good game, um, but it did sort of – it inspired me in a weird way as, as far as, like, why is this compelling? Like, 
Yeah. It, like, I never really fell into, like, an MMO trap or anything like that, but but Candybox made me think, like, what is this human compulsion of mine uh, that is uh, driving me to continue to engage with this noise, with this waste of time? Uh, and ultimately, it just comes back around to, like, well... You know, is any video game really that much better or more fulfilling than this? I'm I'm having an experience, even though I'm not doing anything. Like, yeah. Uh, and I felt that more with with another game that came out this year that I played. Uh, so maybe I'll save it in case that one comes up too. Excellent. Was, uh, was that Candy Box? Was that the game? What with the lollipops and such? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. I played that. Um, the one thing I did like about it. I, like I didn't care about it at all as a satirizing thing. I actually you just don't think it, it was it was good math. Is what yeah, I don't think it was one. I think that he did a great job with the math, and he he figured out how to do a compulsion loop pretty well. And uh, he did a thing which I like, which is he at least tried to surprise, surprise the player you. with yes. different things. So it was. I would put it above Bioshock Infinite because I feel like it it succeeded it it did a better job of succeeding at what it was trying to do. Yeah. I think uh Bioshock Infinite surprised me a whole bunch at the end with uh it had a it had an, an M Night Shyamalan beating plot twist at the end and I th- <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought that was like well, you know, if they're going to end this lumbering garbage in some way, why not make it that way? So I don't know. I I mean, again, I, uh, I've i worked for Zynga before. You know, we all have, right? <laughs> but, but uh, like, I, I'm able to say that Farmville 2 is a really well-made game, and it, it just, it did all that stuff, and it was fantastic math and an amazing compulsion loop, and it it had some little surprises and weird stuff, and it's all coy, boring, Disneyfied stuff. But I would put Bioshock Infinite above it itself. That's um, I find Candy Box more interesting than Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite is just you know it's another video game with some polish on it. Fair and, enough. Uh, it looks like it's two to three. It's Sorry, a lot. It's a lot of polish, though. It's a Sorry, lot of Tim. polish, but like polish. Doesn't interest me very much, and I'm, I'm yeah. more interested in Candy Box. So I'm going to. Also, I think Brent, we're talking about numbers nine and ten on, uh, like overall here. So yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. did you did you seriously like never play a similar game to Candy Box in like the twenty years before Candy Box came out? Because uh, no, I managed, avoid, I managed to avoid. I managed to avoid most right. of it. Yeah. All right, so Candy Box is above Bioshock Infinite. Our very next game is Dive Kick. I would put Dive Kick up above both of those. Yeah, me uh, too. Because, uh, I mean, it's, as I said in my review, I called it, it's it's a straight razor of, of a video game, whereas uh, Street Fighter's a, a blender or something with a whole bunch of systems and moving parts. Dive Kick's just, you look at it and you just know what it is. I mean, you can, in all seriousness, you can show two people who've never even seen a fighting game before this game and tell them one of these buttons makes you jump and one of them makes you kick. And... If you're playing at least with uh, the normal or characters, it's like you can have a real good time with that game. And, I mean, you can watch two people just – you can watch their minds expand as they play it. Yeah, so. there's some there's something about the game that makes me 
want to dislike it. I think it's some of the attitudes surrounding it, but I, yeah. I think it's I think it's a good game, and I definitely put it at the top of the list right now. And I I think simplicity is good when you can offer it in a way that's not boring and that is compelling and that people will return to. And I think Dive Kick does a good job of that. So yep. Yeah, it is a uh, super freakishly dense with yeah. all of that humor stuff that yeah. only certain people will get. It's a and bit Reddit-ish. Yeah, that's a little bit weird, but uh, as a game, it's it's a goddamn game, yes. you know? And it's like, especially, like, I played it a couple times at a couple conventions and had some people just school me at it because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I didn't realize that there were characters to special moves and all that. And then once I actually sat down and played it a whole bunch, it's like, oh, this is really great. So, I mean, it, it really is a real... And it's like, you'll see fighting game people make fun of it and diss it and say it's not a real fighting game. It's, you know, it's pretty good as a as a parody, but it's not a real fighting game. It's like, you know, shut up. It is, it's a real goddamn fighting game, you know? I mean, there's so much stuff there in yeah. it. It's so, so thick. Yeah, I, did, I didn't play it, but like Brandon, I, I, I look at it and want to not like it. Um, yes. Just, because thematically it just doesn't appeal to me at all. But uh, again, like if it, like I guess I'm judging based on what am I more interested in, and by far of the three so far, dive kick. So I put it in number one. Well, come on over my house sometime, and we'll play uh, it on the big TV. All right, let's do it. I mean, that if you've never like, played it, you might you might have a good time with it. That sounds we, like a wrap up to me. Let's barrel. We along. can stream it, Frank. We can stream. My God. It. <laughs> I've got uh, one of those PS4s now. You can just stream direct from the PS4. Let's anyway. Let's dip our toes into Nintendo with Fire Emblem Awakening. Nin- Nintendos! Nintendos. Um, so I, I liked it. I liked it. it. You know, I didn't like it as much as I was told by people uh, that I would. Like, it's it's got less of the things I don't like about Fire Emblem and some more of the things that I do like about Fire Emblem. Which was enough to push a bunch of people over the tipping point. Yeah, and that that got me, you know, I did play it for like 10 hours, and I I got married and everything. Oh, heck yeah. Did all that that business. Um, But, you know, it still had some of that, like, too, it, it, it inspires a compulsiveness, and it, that makes me stop playing because I feel like I'm doing it wrong because I'm not doing all the exact things right. Um, I really, I know that one of the main features of this game is your characters die and you're supposed to care about that, but I don't like characters dying in these games because I, basically I don't like them enough to care about the characters themselves when they die, but I like their stats enough to want them there and that makes me just reset the game when I lose somebody. Uh, yeah. And so it just, like, just the core thing doesn't work for me, but the rest of it is re- is pretty good. So it's probably, I think it's still number one for me, but it's I don't think it's going to be number one by the end of the day, I hope. I've played a lot of strategy games, and uh, it's not as good as a lot of them. It's that's true. that's all that's all I've got. Like I like so I think a good idea for a future insert credit uh, podcast topic would be design a permadeath strategy game that Brandon would like 
as a oh, permadeath man. strategy yes. game. I've I've designed one of those, uh, but I want to hear what other people think. Yeah, let's let's do that later. Put that on the docket. But yeah, uh, on the docket. Yeah. So it's like I like I mean. And the people really liked that dating game system that was grafted onto the game, and I guess that's the big innovation. But there was just games like that nobody else else has ever played, like Armodyne, you know, that that have all that stuff in them. And uh, yeah, there I there like, were a lot of ones like on the on the Windows ninety five and the and the old like FM Town system and things that 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 did that kind of stuff. And this this Fire Emblem, it's not it's not cohesive enough. It doesn't. It doesn't fully occupy its own world. It feels a bit tacked together to me. Yeah, and it's. It, I mean, you know, you start with an amnesiac protagonist. Yes, like, that drove me crazy. And it's like, yeah, this that's that's where they're gonna go with that. And mm-hmm. it's like, I just think back on games like Shining Force and Shining Force Two, and I'm just like, man, those games are so classy, and all of the maps felt like level designs. They felt like real things. Valkyria Chronicles, you know, yeah. what a fantastic game. So it's just the okay, Fire so Emblem. Where are we ranking it? I would put it below dive kick. What's uh, Frank more interested in? Okay, that's fine then. If okay, between dive kick and candy box, that's I'm okay with it. by me. Uh, dive candy. Let's sure. uh, let's let's continue our adventure into. Let's the all go home with gone home. Gone home. Did anyone else play it? So I, play, I definitely I, play gone home. I definitely bought it and put it in my Steam queue. So uh, that's something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Counts. Um, you okay, paid so money for it. When home. did you buy it, though? How much was it when you bought it? Was it on the I first think. sale, the second sale, or the third sale? It was ten dollars. Oh, so the first big sale. First event. sale. So I didn't, I didn't buy it on the super cheapness. I so bought bad. it launch day because uh, it was like the game I was looking forward to experiencing, and uh, I really like this game. Um, for those who haven't played it, uh, the the sort of origin story of this was people working on them Bioshock games, and they're like. What if we just took the combat out? What if it was just a game about exploring and telling a story? And so the game leads you. The game you play as a young girl who's returning home uh, to she's her actual parents' home. new home, which she's never been to before. She's gone home, um, and everyone's gone. Her mom and her dad and her sister. They've oh, so it's home. a home. It's a home from which everyone is gone. Is what yeah. you're saying? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. You see, I, clever I, title, I, right? Um, and she gets that. there, and there's a cryptic note on the door that's cryptic like that, that that makes it seem like something bad may have happened. And so, yes. what the game does is play with the conventions of not only video games, but of like of of film and 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 other art forms also to con- consistently make you think things uh, like something horrible's happened, or like as you're going through the house, it just looks like. It looks like a family was living there and just suddenly disappeared, and like yeah. you're getting sort of like a stormy outside environment, and like, um, and as you progress through the game, and and and, and don't think, spoil anything. Don't people. spoil it, Frank. I'm, I'm not gonna spoil it, but as you get through the game, it consistently plays with with uh, tropes to make you think things that aren't actually true, but it keeps like. But in a way, as it does that, it tells you a bunch of different stories. Even though, in the end, um, every every everything that happened to you as you went through, like actually makes sense for the actual story of what happened, whether or not there. But yeah, like, so you end up going through these different mental narratives, and 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 uh, and uh, 
there's a moment in Eco that a lot of people talk about, which is, I mean, you spend the whole game, like, holding this useless girl's hand and kind of hate her, and then it takes her away from you. And a lot of people had this really strong emotional moment when when that happened, and uh, uh, that the, the second time a video game did that to me was Gone Home, and I wanted to spend my life. So I want I want to just say I want to just say about this one that uh, the whole uh, the question I remember people asking at the time the first Bioshock came out could you make a game like this that's just about exploring a place because in Bioshock there's stuff written on the walls and stuff yeah. you know things strewn on the floor and you can look at the floor and be like these people left their suitcases here right and it's like it's all narrative using the environment and people were asking in reviews and blogs can you tell a story with Without without action and combat, and I mean, I knew immediately that the answer was yes. I mean, yeah. duh, is it, Gone yeah, Home a video game? Yeah, yeah. It's like, is Gone Home a real game? It's like, duh, of course yeah. it is, right? Did someone actually so, ask that question? Because that's uh, really hundreds, yes. hundreds of psychopaths did. Yes. So, like, maybe not thousands, but uh, but yeah, wow. like, but lots of lots of psychopaths asked it. The answer is yes. The answer was yes before they made this game. The mm-hmm. answer was yes when it was just an idea. Duh, this can be a real game. Uh, uh, however, as a mechanical exercise, I do not find Gone Home to be masterpiecely. So that's where would you put it? I wouldn't call it a masterpiece at all. No, guys, it's were, guys I mean that's that's that yeah that's that's just me. Yeah. I'm not I'm not yeah. saying you did call it a masterpiece, but hmm, where would I put it? Uh, what do you think, Brandon? Well, I think I want to play it more than any game that... I mean, it's the only game that I bought and didn't play, which means... But I actually want to play, so I think it's probably really near the top if it's not at the top. All right. So, uh, I... Yeah. Yeah. Frank said it's number one for him. Yeah, Frank voted it for the top so far. I'd say I'd say just put it on up there. Go ahead. Sure, let's All do right. it. All right, on the top. Put, of it up there. put it on up there for now. <laughs> All right. Certainly not the last game on this list. The Last of Us. Uh, the Last of Us would be the number one game for me, and I know that I loaned it to Frank, and yep. he played the very beginning of it, and then dissed it, and then didn't play it well, any further. Hey, right? in my defense, I didn't diss it. I didn't say it was oh, okay. bad. I didn't say I disliked it. I you just, just said, said you were you were I'm bored of it. I'm not interested in continuing this. Yeah, like it's, it's really good at what it does. It just does not interest me. I just do not want to shoot people in that game. Yeah, which is why you don't actually have to shoot people. Okay, yeah. I'm not interested in the stealthy stuff, and I'm not interested. There's Tim's copy in my house being held by Brandon. This is this yeah, is that's, wow, Brandon. The, the if you want to, universes that have collided here, Brandon. If you want to <laughs> go ahead and borrow that and maybe check it out, cool. tell me what you think. Yeah, I'll give it a burrow. So Brandon, you said that you played it at a at a game convention last year, and and uh, you you were stuck at some really hard part. Yeah. And you couldn't like because they had the hard, either hard. the difficulty janked up or they were they had chosen a really bad section. And there's yeah. stuff that you need you need a lot of like explanation to get through like early in the game, but it's all it's all cinematic exp- explanation. They explain the stuff to you. I just thought that the game was a really good series of weird short stories adding up to a novel set in this world about two people crossing a country on foot during yeah. a, a post-apocalypse. And I thought that was neat. Like, if I hate zombies. I think zombies are the dumbest, oldest, tiredest, stupidest thing. But for me, it was maybe the best game of the year because I just liked 
how together the whole thing was. Yeah, and that's, so and, and I, I that's, know just, that, that's just me. You know, I liked how together it was. I, I know that I would uh, ultimately enjoy it if I forced myself to get through. Um, yeah, like, I have a not massive even, amount of respect for it. Um, I could tell even that early on that it was. It had a million places it could go, and it's probably going to go to most of them. It goes um, to a lot of them. So, yeah, I mean, and and I'm, like I, I just yeah, but and I'm not dissing it at all. And it's, uh, I might even put it above Gone Home, honestly. Like, so I mean, I just, I, you're saying that you you'd have to force your way uh, through it. You'd have to you do all that, and it's like that makes sense. But you don't have to force you. I, I this is my hypothesis: is you wouldn't be forcing your way all the way through it, you'd get partway in and suddenly it would click. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like and, and then it's just, but yeah, it's it's a little weird. The As one dissing reviewer put it, the quote-unquote difficulty, quote-unquote peaks a couple hours in, right? And it's like, the difficulty doesn't peak, you just, eventually you understand the whole game and now you're hanging out with the characters, is yeah. what it was to me. And it's <laughs> like you're shooting people, as, it's just a formality, and that's not really selling it very well, but God darn it! So I like, I like it, and I had I had a spectacularly good time. I think, unfortunately, we've all agreed that I will be very unlikely to like this game, though yeah. uh, the playing of uh, it because I don't know. You had, you know, okay. You I've never, I've I've never ever liked a stealth game ever in my life. Yeah, well, you just, and I've never, I've never real, I've liked shooting things sometimes, but never in a Naughty Dog game ever. Where do you put and, it on the list? And I don't like. Okay, I, I put it at number two. I don't, I don't like the sounds. You don't like the sounds of the monsters. Yeah, I understand that. There's just so much stuff in it that I don't like. And you're a fear, and what you're I did a fear to the monster sounds. You're a fear to the monster sounds. So you're you're a hateful of the monster sounds. Yeah, it's more I a hateful. I understand all of that, and I sort of agree with it. But man, I just gotta say, it's a well-made goddamn thing. This, so, that's all. so I would put it at number one, but y'all probably don't want it there, do you? I would I mean, put it below Dive Kick myself. You don't even know what it's got in it. Let's compromise and put it between Gone Home and Dive Kick. Yeah, I would put it above Dive Kick. Yeah. God darn it. Okay, right. I'm not going to like it, though. So it's, okay. it's like... There's just no I, w- I would... I mean, yeah, so you're, you're definitely uh, setting yourself it. up for a... A, uh, a quick transition into thinking you're not going to like it into actually not liking it. Well, I already so, did play a bit of it and not like it, so that's where that impression came from. You, okay. didn't, play en- you didn't play enough of it. This next game is, I'm going to say right now, my favorite game this year. Let's uh, just hear it. The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. I would say that that's number one, uh, even though I've only played it for about five hours. game blew my mind. Yeah, I would like to play it. Yeah, I will. I will yeah. gladly loan you my copy when I'm done playing I got it. To say about and this. I've I've told Brandon, and this is good. This is uh this is good little weird context for this. Like I've told Brandon that like he would probably enjoy it, even if it's not a Zelda game. We talk about Zelda-like games, like Crusader of Senti and uh, yes. uh, Newtopia, and just all these weird games all the time. Light Crusader, like. Yeah. And then I I don't I don't know if you've ever played Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Have you? Me? No. Yeah, you haven't played it. I think it would be cool if you come on over someday and we play that on my TV and uh, stream it. And okay. uh, I think you'd like it. I mean, it's quite so possible. The the secret thing about these Zelda games, right, is that Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past was like an action game. It was a real solid action game. And then when they got into the Zelda 64 stuff, it became this kind of 
fluffy exploration, yay, adventure sort of thing. It kind of lost the action feeling. Mm -hmm. It lost that action feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, this this one right here, baby, this one right here, you know? This, uh, man, somebody, and this is more than any game I've played in like 10 years. I, I'm playing this and I'm just going, somebody had a whole lot of fun and a real good time making this game. Like, mm -hmm. at least, like, maybe everybody working on it, the exact opposite of Bioshock. It's like, these people were probably just shrieking their heads off with how much fun they were having making this game. And, uh, and the action feels so good, I actually almost cried in the first level, is how good it felt. It was so, so solid. And it was it just blew my mind. I've never, like, I've always wanted a Zelda game that felt, like, really good, and this one... Yeah, I mean, good job, uh, people at Nintendo. Oh man, it says in the up and it says in the upper right corner here. I don't know if you guys can see this if my webcam is high quality enough, but it says right there, basic reading ability is required. <laughs> yeah, fully enjoy this game. <laughs> so there you go. I, I I don't know if that's possible to see that, but uh. There it is. Yeah, there it is. So I haven't played this at all. I barely looked at it, but uh, everyone whose opinion that I like is freaking out about it. So uh, I'm gonna put it at the top. So yeah, I I, I want to say that my my biggest problem with the game, the biggest problem, is I watched it on a screen. Somebody was playing it at E3, and it was like projected up onto a screen, and I stood there and watched it on a screen for like two seconds, and I looked away. Right. And then I looked at the internet, and people were like, yeah, there's a new Zelda. I played it at E3. It was all right. And then when the game came out, everybody was screaming about how good it was. And I was like, man, I was prepared to be the only person who liked it, and now I feel like a loser. <laughs> so that's, that's the only thing I can take away from it. I saw it two seconds, and I was like, yeah, they, they, somebody had a good time there. I think we can all agree this goes at the top, other than maybe Brandon, whose opinion is question mark. My question, question is, my opinion question. is definitely question mark. Uh, but since everyone else agrees, then there you go. I All like right. that it's it's a weird it's a weird little game that's also a perfect action game, Brandon. I think you're gonna like. It. I I think it's quite possible that I will like it. Might, it it do... might be the it might be the first Nintendo it's the first Nintendo game that I would wholeheartedly recommend to you. Yeah, if, although it still does say on the back, "This game is for kids," by saying mm. basic reading. Is uh, re <laughs> yeah. reading ability is required, but to yes, fully I, enjoy the game. I totally believe you. <laughs> All the best games are for possible. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe not. Yes. Our next topic: uh, Metal it. Gear Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I want to put it all the way at the bottom of the list. It is noodly. Okay. It is it is balloon animally. Uh, it is uh, it is floppy. It is worse than Bioshock. It is uh, it is a. Uh, <laughs> It is, like, really not a fun, good game at all. No, I agree. I, I played it. I own it uh, because it was in on the tail end of me getting stuff for free. So I played it for, like, uh, I gave it a good 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I was just, you know, I was mashing on some buttons, and then a cut a cutscene thing would happen, and then something would happen. Oh, yeah, they I wouldn't really them. understand what was going on, and then something else would happen. I didn't like anything about it. I felt like I was just like a feather cut in an updraft. Yeah, know? and it was it's it's some of the loosest. What is that? Is that a motorcycle? It's some it's of an the airplane. It was a low flyer over there. So yeah. it's it was some of the loosest, floppiest 
scrotum-like yes. swordplay that I have ever experienced in an electronic entertainment. And I hold true to my belief that should you show the first 19 to 25 minutes of this game to the Pope, he will unleash the nukes. And he will <laughs> he will wipe the earth clean. because We, it's, we all know it, the Pope's got his finger on that button. He yeah. does, baby. That guy. That guy's got the hat. Is the hat is the button? The hat. The hat is the, the hat is the football. As we. Why call do you it. think the last guy retired? He couldn't handle the pressure. Did yeah. you guys know that the code to the football was zero 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 for like? I 30? do. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's so awesome. Twenty years. The thirty. Twenty years. The football. So, um, uh, the, the, my my favorite story about Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, with which I will hopefully close out this segment, but so we can move on, is uh, just. The way the so it has English and Japanese voices on it. I don't know if you heard the English voices, Brandon, but I heard him. Uh, I heard him briefly before I realized. Uh, Bruce switched it over to the Japanese. Yeah. yeah. So the Japanese voices are cool because they've got guys like Hideo Kojima writing. They have fun with words, but yeah. my God, it's it's like it's like a like a nine year old with a micro penis wrote the uh, the the English script. It's so oh, bad. Confidence. It's like it's like a three-year-old playing with Star Wars toys is what it sounds like, and it's it's so atrociously horrible, uh, and it's it's just amazing that it's like obviously somebody has no idea what they're reading when they translate the script. So here's my favorite line of dialogue from the beginning of the game. There's okay, so first of all, nothing that's happening makes any sense whatsoever, right? It's like there's there's robots blowing up buildings, and there's tanks crashing into walls, and there's... This, and we're in Africa. Yeah, we're in Africa for some reason, and there's some African dictator who looks like an African dictator going, yes, we're riding in the city. You know, it's like obviously, like, some white dude probably looks just like me, just talking, yes, we are riding in Humvee, or whatever it is he's saying, right? And then some guy in a robot suit jumps down and grabs this dictator by the throat and holds him up and he's got a sword against his head and Raiden gets out of the limo and like rips his jacket off and the jacket flies off in slow motion and you just expect to see like Metal Gear font like clash in the background behind him saying heck yeah right <laughs> and uh, so like and then he like pulls his sword out right and they have this dialogue and the dialogue goes like this okay the uh, the samurai Joe or whatever his name is the, the guy in the suit the bad guy he says out loud, I'll kill him. And then Raiden, <laughs> Raiden says, don't do it. Like that. And that's, that's the exact dialogue that's in your first two minutes of your game. I'll kill him. Don't do it. Number it's one. Like, I'm putting in number one. It's like it's like it's like a four year old who is like eating out of the toilet bowl. It's like it's like that's that's what the game feels like. And it's like it's like you know how like your your cat will bring you a dead bird or something? This is like imagine your toddler like bringing you like just a whole bunch of clothes. It's like just like clothes that are just stained in diarrhea and they like belong to like a sixty year old man and you're like, Where did these even come from? That's what that whole game feels like. So I played I played the whole thing. So whoever like I mean, I'm sure that the person uh, submitting that as a vote, the person or persons has some kind of taste and they thought they were being funny, but the the music in that sounds like somebody just defecating on a snare drum and there's like like some sort of like like Q uh, uh, envelope filters on there to get like vocals and guitar <laughs> sounds it just sounds like 
It sounds like turds. And okay. it looks and it looks I'm just done with it. I'm Bottom be done with it. Be be off me, you bag, is what I say. <laughs> our next game is our next game is papers, please. Some of the most scrotum like swordplay I have ever experienced in an electronic <laughs> no, game. Jim, well, papers, no, please. <laughs> Paper, <yeah. laughs> um, uh, papers please is alright. I mean why the heck not, right? Papers, Please is a game that I haven't purchased yet but would like to purchase. And I liked that game that he made before about, like, your uh, your family getting kidnapped and you gotta you got to make a, a magazine or, like, a newspaper to appease the dictators and stuff. And that was... Oh, uh, oh wait, that, was, that one was Papers Appease, right? That was Papers Appease <laughs> is what it was called. Uh, okay, I remember and, that. And uh, I really liked that one. I'm pretty sure I'm going to like Papers, Please a whole bunch when I buy it and own it. So the game I, that he did before was that was that the one that looked like an old like Macintosh like layout program? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, want, I wanted to play that. I really liked the way it looked at that IGF. And by the way, the the point the purpose of the Independent Games Festival is to watch a bunch of cool stuff and feel like a jerk for not having played any of it. Yeah, so that's right. When I was doing that, I really liked the look of that one. It was like, oh, I should accomplish. So uh, based on that, I would probably like paper, Papers Please, but. Uh, I so, barely looked at it, unfortunately. Um, I uh, yeah, yeah I, I, haven't, I haven't played it myself, but I've purchased it. Uh, I actually purchased the Spanish version, which is called Los Papeles, por favor. But <laughs> that's that's a joke. I have. Um, I uh, I actually purchased the Japanese version, which is called. Uh, no, sorry, I'm not, I'm not even gonna say it. This is Kami Kami Kudasai. That's not true. It's not but, very fun. No, that's not what it's called. But uh. <laughs> So, uh, uh, yeah. So I like I want to play it, and I've got it, and it's like it's definitely the sort of thing I'm I'm interested in, and uh, I'm interested in it enough to put it somewhere sort of high up, maybe maybe under Dive Kick. Is that high up? Under I'd Dive Kick uh, above Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah, I think because Fire Emblem's just another goddamn yeah, strategy okay. game, and this right. this this Los Papeles Por Favor is more of a, it's got more stuff to it. It's oh, like, wait, you I, said I'm, above I'm cool Dive Kick. It, we we've put we we're putting our uh, right. putting our it mouth. there because of our interest in yeah. it. Yeah, above yeah. dive kick, below The Last of Us. Yeah, I'd yeah, put it above right. The Last of Us because I'm way more interested in playing it. But uh, it's okay. But let's yeah, it I'm for more. Go either way, but like I'll probably put The Last of Us above it. Just I don't know. All right. I'd put I'd put The Last of Us above it probably because uh, I like I like The Last of Us's narrative aspirations. I think they're interesting, uh, and yet mainstream. Right. The, the Last time. of Us is above Papers Please, but by a narrow margin. Moving right. on, Move Pokemon, it. Pokemon XY. Pokemon Pokemon and Pokemon Money. Yes. Pokemon Uh, I guess they're cool and all, but you know. I don't care about Pokemon. I'm sorry. I like yeah. him. I mean, it's neat they did the 3D graphics, and they put a Pikachu pretty soon in the game, so you can just get a Pikachu and get yeah, it over with. you just get a Pikachu right Pikachu up there. Pikachu is the only Pokemon in the game which is uh, voice acted by yeah. uh, its uh, anime counterpart. Yeah, that's right. just rude to all the other Pokemons. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, game's cool, I guess, but, you know, what? Who? who am I to decide, Frodo? You know? I mean, yeah, I'd I'd say it's another Pokemon game is what I would call it, and as such, I don't think it deserves to go very high on the list. I Stop agree with that. Um, I do want to throw out that uh, despite some complaints that I've read online from some unfortunate people, 
I actually like the way that game looks a lot. Like, mm-hmm. like I think they did a good job with the with the graphics on that. Yeah, and, I, and I think it was really brave and kind of weird to uh, have zero 3D in that game on the 3DS with the first party game. Uh, yeah, other than the battles, I think. Like, I think I think the battles have some 3D, but like they yeah. they intentionally. Use that 3D layer to like put a black outline on all the characters, which is a really weird thing to do. So it, I, it was a brave admission of defeat. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was it was the Pokemon Company, not Nintendo. So it's like they're they're calling the shots, and Nintendo's not going to say no to those guys. Yeah, right. true. True. Well, like, no, I mean that was that game was made to release in conjunction with the 2DS, you know, like yeah. that, the 2Ds. That was, it's that called was, that was not an accident. That was a planned thing. So uh, yeah, sure. I, yeah. I would say that there's that. Yeah, but I um, want to put it low because it completely ruined the Pokemon Wiki. The Pokemon Wiki Bulbapedia <laughs> is very reliant on Pokemon sprites. And the fact that there are no sprites in this 3D Pokemon just throws everything out of whack. All the later Pokemon just have question marks. All right, so I think that's a good enough reason. I think that's enough reason to put it below Fire Emblem. Yes, below Fire Emblem, above Candy Box. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you... I'm going to tell you what. I played enough of that new Pokemon to tell you there's there's fantastic stuff in there. I believe it. Genuinely, just fistfuls of fantastic stuff. But, what uh, if we put it below Candy Box but above Bioshock Infinite? Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I think it's I think it's better than well. Some, Frank and I something. played Candy Box, and are not going to play Pokemon XY. So I yeah, think I think that's good enough reason to if put it's it below an credit list. Then that's what I mean. Up. Whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, ridiculous fishing. Oh, ridiculous fishing is definitely better than Candy Box. Yeah, don't you dare yeah. try to put it above or below Candy I, Box. I would not do that. Um, ridiculous fishing is. I just want to say again that Candy Box is dumb trash. But let's keep going. Ridiculous fishing is, uh, man, I I don't know if I should call it number one, but it's really close for me because ridiculous fishing is, they got tilt control right because I had always hated it and I thought that I just hated that as an input but then I realized everyone else had been screwing it up everyone also, else had been trying to make it a, like a control implement like a d-pad like your yeah, like, tilt yeah. to start moving whereas he just made it one to one with the, the tilt angle of the device and it's just perfect yeah and it seemed like that is what people would do and I think they kind of tried to do that for driving games but it was different and weird because they didn't want to play my game that way but uh, anyway so they did that well and then they just did a friggin fantastic job with this the pacing of the items in the store just yeah. like when you when you unlock things how you progress through the world that is all amazing and also the 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 end quote unquote bit is to me one of one of the greatest moments of games in the last year, certainly, but maybe a little longer, because it takes a completely sparse and almost empty narrative and then recasts it and makes it uh, mean something with just like uh, one object and one sentence of yeah. dialogue, and it's yeah. it's like that's so great to do that and. Uh, so for me, that is... I mean, I bought that and I played it right through and I really liked it and I didn't, you know... I'm going to tell you what I did with that. I bought that and I played it right through on four different devices. Yeah. Wow. So 
That's a little weird. I wrote all about this in my Kotaku article about yeah. how I played through it on all the devices. I'd still put the Zelda game I haven't finished above it. Oh right. So that's like, that's that's maybe that says something. But man, that ridiculous fishing is real good. Uh, uh, it's really, really, it's ridiculously good. So uh, I whoa. whoa. I I think uh, it's. I wish I had played that Zelda game because I want to have an opinion about what's better. But I yeah. right now I don't have it. Well, you you can have it uh, on January first. I'm gonna get it. If you come on mm-hmm. over to my house and I'll loan it to you. I don't think I was as into ridiculous fishing as you guys. Like I liked it. I played through it. I played a lot of the post game stuff. I didn't finish the post game stuff, but uh, I I just thought it was kind of a fun time. I didn't I didn't. Like, the tilt thing felt really great. I agree with that, but it didn't, like, blow my mind. It, like, I just I just didn't have the epiphany you had, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. it just it just never really occurred to me that uh, it was anything revolutionary. Um, but I just thought it was okay. I, I like... I really like the um, quote-unquote narrative progression of yes. that game, which is, you know, getting money, buying the thing, moving forward. Like... I like I like a game that's just that tightly um, I guess you'd call it design where where you're just being kind of very quickly pushed through this dumb little narrative that's uh, that's uh, very succinctly told to you and uh, like Brandon I really liked the uh, the ending as it were yeah. um, it was one of my favorite uh, minimalist video game endings ever yeah um, yeah I really like the like, ending of that. Like it sounds like you guys are thinking like up at the top, top, like like top yes. three, and and yeah, it's not necessarily where I'm going. I'm where do you want to go, Frank? It's time to. Uh, well, what, what's our like top five right now? As Lenny Kravitz once said, "Do you want to go my way?" So, yeah. <laughs> uh, our top five in uh, from top to bottom is Link Between Worlds, Gone Home, Last of Us, Papers Please, Dive Kick. Uh, I, I would put it above The Last of Us. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, I would put it higher than that, though. I'd put yeah. it. I mean, I guess I can't really judge uh, "Papers Please" until I papers I can't play either. it. Yep. Um, I would. So put I, it I it. could put put it above there. All right. What, so, how what number between, would that make it? That would make it between "Gone Home" and "The Last of Us." So that's what three. That's number three. Yes. I can um, put it there. I guess so. We can always restructure this in the last. Yeah. Week. All right. Yeah. I would probably yeah, put it a little higher, but um. Okay. Well, let's clean all it right. up later. Maybe above yeah. Gone. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. I don't know. I like it better than Gone Home. I play yeah, both. But Frank, them but but Frank prefers. Yeah. Okay. Gone okay. Home let's 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 come back to it later. Next. Yeah, let's keep all going. Right. Next is Shin Megami Tensei Four. Shin uh, Megami Tensei Four. Okay. So here's my story about that game. Is somebody <laughs> who I know was uh, in an office where uh, they were there for like a press conference related to video games, and some guy who was apparently like just really, really large and like wearing a fedora was sitting on a on a chair, and some PR lady comes up and goes, "Hey, so what game is that you're playing there?" And he goes, "It's Shin Megami Tensei Four, like that." <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he's like, "I gotta beat it for a review." So every time I think about that game, I think <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei Four is what I think every time I I hear that game's name. Uh, thought it was a fantastic game. Definitely above Pokemonks. Definitely above Pokemon Money. Uh, yeah, it, that game. Uh, I really like it. It's it's weird though because it's it's a game that I like. It's the kind of game that I will just eventually keep playing until I've beaten it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like 
I it's it's weird because it just it just feels like a a good game that you can just play and that doesn't amaze me somehow. I'll, it should though because so many games are just bad and I don't want to play them. But the fact that this game is it's kind of like they made the kind of game that I expected them to make that I expected to like to play and I liked it in the ways I thought I would and then uh you know I played it the way that I thought I would and everything everything made sense and was just right where it was supposed to be. So like <clears throat> that's um kind of boringly good to me. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know I mean I'd probably I'd I'd still put it up above The Last of Us for myself because obviously I want to play it and I really like it, but Yeah. I don't know. It's weird it's weird for me to rank this game. I'd put it under The Last of Us because I played all the way through both of the games and I just I just The Last of Us had more of an experience that I kind of felt something out of, and I mean, Shin Megami Tensei Four is cool, but maybe it was just that that nine-year-old with a micro penis uh, translation that was in it that did it to me. We are the summer eye. <laughs> uh, below yeah. The Last of Us, above Papers, please. So I want it to be uh, in the top five because of how much it I would played. be. Yes, it would be in the top five. Yes, if that happened. Yeah, that's that's good with me. I, I would personally Shane put Papers, Megami Please above it. Shane Megami Tensei 4! Right. I guess average doubt I wouldn't go there. Alright, so, this yeah. next game is one I'm hoping you pass on, but it got enough votes for me to have to bring it up. Plunk it in, bro! Spelunky. Uh, Wait, no, 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 no. It was released in 2008 yeah, and it, 2011. But, yeah, I mean, yeah which, I, I'm only mentioning it because it got three votes. Got three uh, votes because it's yeah. for Vita? Yeah, right. no, okay, we're, but we're passing that. Before, we're passing before vetoing it, I want to say one sentence. Okay. Sure is a lot better to play on the Vita than on anything else. Because right. I, I actually sort of get the game after playing it on Vita. And now my Vita's bricked, and I don't know what happened. The end. I've really enjoyed watching people do the crazy secret things in there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. other than that, I don't I don't want to ever play it myself. That's so, enough for Blinky. How did you brick the Vita? Did you, did you miss the hoop? Lord! Yeah, that was... That was quality jokes. Um, I, 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 yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I'm going to figure it out later. Uh, yeah, let's keep going. The next game is my second favorite game of the year, but I'd be That's a weird name for a off. game. It yeah. is pretty weird. <laughs> the Stanley Parable. Oh, TSP. Oh, the Pam is uh, terrible. Uh, I, well, didn't I, didn't play, play. I didn't play it either. I was supposed to. I was supposed to... Play I think it. we were all supposed to. It was real good, game. guys. It was a good game. Yep. Well, well we didn't play it. But you all have to promise me you'll play it. How long okay. is it? Tell me how long it is right now. Like Tell me. Three hours. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Uh, so we should we should yeah. all play it and then talk about it as like it's a. The, it's the other Gone Home this year, which I yes. Like yes. Right. Uh, it's Gone yeah. Home it's, too. It's it's Gone Home, but funny. I guess, like, technically the novelist is the other Gone Home, since it's right. the, base, the same basic yeah. idea. All right. I think there's so, going to be a lot of Gone Homes. So yeah. we're passing on the Stanley Parable, but you've all... Well, are we passing? Do we have to pass since none of us played it? Oh, I, yeah, definitely, what? I definitely want to play it. Yeah, like, like on the on the interest scale, it's, like, maybe just below Link Between Worlds for me. My, uh, my, my frothing demand for to be playing it is increasing, so... Yeah, yeah. so I think I would... I mean, I would definitely... I want to play it more than I want to play... Bioshock Infinite or Pokemonxie, so I guess we could put it up higher. 
And I, I definitely say, am more interested in it than Pokemon. I want to say I have recommended it to about seven people, uh, not all of whom are dedicated video game players. I tell them, play the demo first, and if you're not in love with it, don't buy it. All of them have bought it. Okay. I, well, I mean, I so uh, I experienced it in its earliest form, just a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. just, a, just a little poke, and uh, I really, really thought it was a cool thing, and I've just looked forward to having a cool time with it someday. So for me, that's worth more than Candy Box, but that's... Yeah, so I oh, mean, let's, above just, candy let's, box just, for me. yeah. let's just put it up there. Let's put it up somewhere. Un- above Pokemoxie? What's, what's, yeah, below, Pokemoxie what's above Pokemoxie? Real low. Um, Good old Pokemoxie. Um, the list from top to bottom right now is Link Between Worlds, Gone Home, Ridiculous Fishing, Last of Us, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4, Papers, Please, Dive <laughs> Kick, Fire Emblem Awakening, Candy Box, Pokemonxy, Bioshock Infinite, Revengeance. I'm more interested in it than Papers, Please. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not sure about that. I would put it above Pokemonxy, but I don't know about above Papers, Please. So is it Papers, Please, or Papers, Please? Papers, Please. Papers, Please. There's a Papers, Please. Can we put it below Papers, Please, but above Dive Kick? Yeah. I don't know. I played Dive Kick. Yeah, okay, can we put it dive below kick. Dive Kick but above Fire Emblem? I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah do it, do okay. it. Just do it. Move. That's where next. it is. Our next Bang game the is, gavel. is the last one before we move on to round two and the game which got the most votes from our listeners. The Whoa. most votes. Super Mario 3D World. I like it. I got darn like it. But it's... Uh, it's kind of full of some frustrational things where toward the end I I did a stream where I just I, I mean I'm going and speaking here because I'm the only person here who's uh, played the whole darn thing where I yeah, guess you guys thing. have you guys have either seen it or played a little bit of it. I, I but, will uh, discuss my interaction with it after you have finished. Yeah, we can do that. So I I played a whole darn bunch of it and uh, there's part of it where it just kind of starts every level design becomes kind of like a series of Mario Party mini games and uh, it just it becomes kind of Kind of, what's the word? Too what's quaint. the word? It's too Good. quaint. It's too, it's too quaint for me uh, at some turn? point. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, it just becomes kind of uh, kind of too little and, and uh, I don't know, just frivolous after a point. And uh, it's like there's like an ice level and uh, like an ice world, but it's not full of ice levels. It's like there's kind of an ice level, and then, oh, here's a level that's you're just underwater again. And it's like, and here's, you know, the music sounds like a goddamn Teletubby sex tape. At its best, it sounds like a goddamn Brazilian Teletubby sex tape. There is music in this game that if you be a male human and you can maintain an erection uh, while one of those songs is playing, please report to the cryogenic freezing uh, facility immediately. The post-apocalypse will need you. As I say in my review, yep. it's like there's just some presentational elements of the game that are just so, oh god! And okay, so playing it as one player in the dark, you know, with a with a rock solid boner and like some ice cold beverage, like that's real good, you know. As as long as the volume on your headphones is turned down, so you can only hear Mario going wah wah and not the music, because that gets you pumping, uh, like. That's that's it's really good and there's some really neat level design in it. It's the exact sort of Mario game I wanted to play after playing Mario 64, so I like that. And then you know they they pitch you this four-player 
disaster that where he's just bumbling around and yeah. moving, and the camera has no idea where to move, and that blows. But then you'll do something like me and McCune played all day on the two-player mode, just me and him, just bumbling around levels, and we had a fantastic time with that. So it feels very much like a single-player game that has a multiplayer tacked on it. It's like that's, the more you I put think that's on it, the worse exactly it what it is. Um, yeah, so it's I've, my only experience. I think probably yours too, Brandon. Right? It's like yeah, I've I've hard. played it twice. Uh, wait, no, I played it once multiplayer and then watched it once multiplayer and di- strongly disliked everything about you both know, of those. Brandon, games. considering your sweatshirt that you're wearing right now, I would assume you would have liked it a lot more. Yeah, Brandon's no, wearing uh, a sweatshirt that says "I like cats" on it. For oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's got that. It's got that cat suit in it, but the cat is like totally useless. I don't like the cat suit at all. It's yeah. not useless. It's just it feels like a different game. The parts where it's good, man, it's so good. I believe that. Go- like I believe that there's some really fantastic single. And it's play. like, yeah, the cool thing is you can play the whole game like a maniac, just running through the levels, yeah. sprinting and triple jumping and wall jumping and. There is no triple jump, but like but sprint jumping. It's just, it's just noise. Like we've yeah. it. It's like like I, I feel like an old person because I'm like, which one is me again? The <laughs> Did multi- I do that thing? The multiplayer. <laughs> the multiplayer of Super Mario 3D World is like a Mario Party with no beer. Is what it's like. You know, it's like it's, where it's you're a just Mario like, Party where only your aunt showed up. Yeah. yeah, it's like a Mario Party where you're you're. I'm not doing your taxes. That's too mean. It's like like a Mario party where you're wrapping Christmas presents for somebody else's. It's like a birthday party where you're wrapping presents for someone else's birthday party as the primary activity. It's, it's a, a birthday party where the pinata is empty. Yeah, but you're still hitting it, and that's still a good time hitting an empty pinata. You can still it, have a good it's time. A, it's a Mario party that your ex-girlfriend came to unannounced. So, so let's go let, Let's go ahead and finish this one. Uh, where is it? I... I god darn like it, but I don't. Uh, I don't endorse it. Is the problem, and I was ready for it to be my game of the year, and it's not. It just isn't. I'm sorry, Nintendo. I'm sorry, Shigeru Miyamoto. I'm sorry, Shiggy. It didn't work. <laughs> you know, it just it didn't. It didn't get me solid. You know, it didn't keep me pumping all night. So That's where's it going? Where's it going? Where's it going? Where's it going? Not at the top. Not at the yeah. top. Over Candy Box. Over sure. Candy Box. Over Fire Emblem. Over Fire Emblem. That's over Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's it's yeah. It, it's over Fire Emblem because unlike Fire Emblem, it completely revitalizes its format in a totally different thing, and it's fun. Is it over Stanley? Just, I'll buy that. Man, I don't know if it's over Stanley Parable because I haven't played Stanley Parable, but I think let's it is. Let's put it below Stanley. Whoa. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, just do okay. it. Just do it. This it's, brings it's, us to phase yeah. two. Phase two. Now, phase two. I, I hope you all have some note-taking equipment because I'm about to drop two lists to you privately. One is the list of our games so far, and one is the list of games which received two votes. You two are to co- votes? You are to collaborate over the next 15 minutes and pick six of those games, or uh, between three and six of those games, to put okay. on the list. And okay. uh, you can't substitute up to one each of your own. Uh, not okay, games you I made yourself, have, per se, but games that I don't that really have prefer. note-taking things. I'll try, though, with my All phone. Right. Here yeah, is the good. list. Uh, I, I'm about to drop the list of games we've ranked so far. Pop it in, Cap'n! Yeah, and there they are! There, there it is. And I'm I about, remember talking about all those. And I'm about to drop the list of games which received two votes. I will drop read it. them. 
I will read them aloud to our listeners. Uh, the oh puppy. The uh, list is eight six eight hack aces wild Animal Crossing New Leaf Antichamber Attack of the Friday Monsters Brothers A Tale of Two Sons Dragon's Dogma Gunpoint Kentucky Route Zero Monaco Monster Hunter Three Ultimate Nino Kuni Pikmin Three Samurai Gun The Swapper and Ten by Eight. I want to say that Ten by Eight should not be on there. I don't. Yes, I I want to not count that, but two people voted for it. So um, I can. I can pick these right off the top of my head, which yeah. games I would put on there. So we have uh, to pick six? You Is can that... pick between three and six, but if you pick less than Each? six, you have to put in games of your own. You have to agree on the six. The three. Oh, six. okay, okay, okay. So we're, the note-taking is just, like, which ones we personally want to talk about? Yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. So I want to put 868 Hack in there because it's a perfect roguelike game where you have three hit points, the screen doesn't scroll, it's a 6x6 six six mm-hmm. grid, and the, the randomization of your equipment, which is your programs, is just, it is just so tuned. It's like a video game cashmere. You know, like I, yeah, you I know, really like that one. I've been wanting to play it, but I, I just know that Michael Bro, he likes to port his stuff to iOS, so I've just been waiting for that, and it hasn't happened yet. What the eight six eight hack? Yeah, eight six eight hack has been on iOS since September. So what? Is, that tr- is that true? No. God darn it! Go on, get it. I'm gonna tell you what right now. It's five ninety nine. I'll get it. But okay. you so definitely want it. I yeah, want. I like, want to throw in uh, some some positive words for antechamber. Antechamber. Um, and right away, uh, I'm going to say that because, and if you really think about this, this isn't often that true. You could not do antechamber in anything but a video game. Like it has to be a video game. You couldn't. You couldn't really paper prototype antechamber the way that it that it screws with uh, the way physics work. The way that it, uh, it 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 like does that MC Escher thing where like you'll go down a hallway and it'll just sort of loop around itself magically. Uh, it it makes you think in in ways that uh, uh, you wouldn't think about unless you were in a world where you're figuring out game mechanics. Like it, it's uh, it's I really like that game and and I had a pretty good wow moment, which is uh, I played it at PAX and. Uh, uh, Alexander Bruce, the author of the game, sat me down, and he had me play for a little bit. And I was playing it; I had a good time. And he's like, "Okay, how long do you think you were there?" And I was like, "I don't know, like 15 minutes." And he showed me the clock, and I was there for 45. I was like, nice. "Whoa! How did that happen? How did you do that to yeah. my brain?" So I really liked Antichamber, even though I haven't played it properly. Yeah, so I've played it a bit, and I uh, I can't play it well. Um, yeah. Does because, it just break your brain or what? No, it's uh, it's it's WSD and mouse is something that I've never yeah. used. Well, is there That's not a controller play for it? I don't know. I haven't played the final version. I I played it right before it came out when it was again at PAX. But um, but I I would put it. I would be fine with putting that on the list. I'll tell you which which are the ones that I think um would be on there. I'm cool with eight. 6-8 hack because I know I'm going to like it. I'm cool with Antichamber. Uh, I would also want Attack of the Friday Monsters, 100%. Um, Kentucky Route Zero is a game I haven't played, but I think I will like. Yep. Samurai Gun is a game that I do like already and like a lot. I and, think Samurai Gun, even though it's released, is not done yet. That's it, uh, fair. Like, I, 
I think it's totally not done yet. Like, why? Like, there's like camera movement in the game, even though it's all on one screen. This like camera is just jiggling around, and really, I have a late, I haven't, so I haven't seen the final version. I've only seen what I played uh, like at GDC and such. Yeah, I, I have the final version. Come on over and let's have us a roundabout with it. But okay. uh, so there's this game that's on this list here, brother, uh, brothers, a tale of two sons, and. Uh, from what I am able to understand about this game, it's probably one of the best video games ever made. And uh, it's made by Starbreeze. They made the Chronicles of Riddick games, which I like a lot. And it's a game where you control two characters at once, and it's sort of an eco-style thing. And it seems like it's really, really good. And it's free on PlayStation Plus starting, right Janu- starting January 1st. Okay, I'll give it a try. See, and apparently it's one of those one of those four hour long games as well. I'm really liking these four hour long games. Me too. Other than eight six eight hack and antechamber, what makes your cut? Me, uh, everyone, uh, all of us. Um, I'm really interested in Kentucky Route Zero. I'm waiting until it's done, though. Okay, uh, but that's like definitely not on my list. I would say okay. Let's strike Monster Hunter Three. Strike Nino Cooney because it's sorry, it's just. Oh, are we going? Right. But th- this is such a long. I guess we can. Yeah. Strike. Okay. Well, how, yeah. can you guys remind me of what the swapper is, so I don't have to type really loudly? No. 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 That's it. It's, it's, we're gonna go ahead and veto it then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would say veto Pikmin three because sorry, it's just Pikmin. Yep. Nino Cooney's just an RPG. Monster Hunter three Ultimate is again just Monster, just Hunter. Monster Hunter. Gunpoint's cool. Kentucky Route Zero is cool, but were we saying it's not done? Yeah, well, it's, a, it's an episodic game. Episodic. So I'm waiting until uh, it's like I know that it's going to finish. I, don't want I think to it's pretty it. cool, though. Uh, I think we might want to keep it. Yeah, we I want to keep it. We we can definitely get rid of Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, because that's just the uh, remake, or it's uh, the expansion or whatever, right? You, you guys have two slots left. I want to put Brothers in there. Like okay. I keep, I keep, like I've been thinking about that game a whole bunch. Since like like before it came out, and uh, I've been really excited about it, and it got reviews that made me really excited. Yeah, it's one of those games I was following since way before it got caught up in a hype cycle, and for some reason I just haven't gotten around to playing it. Yeah, I feel really sad that I didn't get to play it because maybe it would have been my game of the year. We can revisit it as my game of the year. Ace's Wild Manic Brawling Action is a fantastic game. Yeah, I we could put that but, on there. I, I feel like I might like Monaco, but I don't want to play it. Yeah, that's that's my problem as well. I, yeah. I just I, I just don't have the energy, you know. Yeah. And I'm not so talking that's... Zynga energy. <laughs> yeah, I can buy you some energy for a buck. Uh, so I mean, is that do we still have a slot for Monaco? Oh, no, no, we uh, no, we have six slots we full now. Unless if you want to kick one out. So we got to put those in order. Um. Well. Are you settled on the six? Eight six eight hack antechamber Kentucky Route Zero Gunpoint Brothers Aces Wild. Yeah. All right. So these games, this list of six games, place them in the list which I dropped you previously. Okay. Uh. So I would put eight six eight hack. Uh, below ridiculous fishing. Is what I okay, do. I'm sure that I will like it that much. What do you think, Frank? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> so above the Last of Us? Yeah. All right. I, um, I would put. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, my personal preference, and 
I don't expect support for this uh, would be to put uh, anti-chamber above papers, please. Hmm. Uh, well, no, because then the Stanley Parable is done. Uh, like, like maybe above, above or below dive kicks, hovering somewhere around there is my personal preference. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which one? I don't know. I don't know what above or below. I'd go above just for my personal uh, feelings. Just he's above a real nice I'd, guy. Yeah, he's good, and and I genuinely like the game and want to play it. Dive kick, I only sort of want to play. And it, uh, did, it did have that weird barrier to entry that Brandon. There's and I a lot more made. to antechamber, so we could put it above dive kick, right. I guess. Fair enough. Um, so Kentucky for Ruth. me, for me, Attack of the Friday Monsters was probably my favorite game experience of this year, but I wouldn't put it at number one. I would, uh, so I don't know. Um, pop it real high up there. I'm up for popping it real high. Yeah, I mean... I love high popping. I mean, I would put it be- above or below Ridiculous Fishing. I'm not sure which. What do you think, Tim? I think it can go above... I just like how it's this real curated, simple experience that's essentially a game, and at the same time, it's just nice, clean little thing. Yeah, it's just a, like it's, it's a it's a slice of it's a fictional slice of life video game. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's not something you're gonna play on the toilet for 50 hours of your year, like ridiculous fishing, but it's yeah. it's a very impactful experience. All right, so let's put it the there. So right, that's we, number three now. Uh, now you have three more games from the list to put on. What do we got? Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah. Well, let's put that somewhere. Yeah, let's put it somewhere. Uh, I agree. Route Zero could be... Um, I'd put it above Fire Emblem. Yeah, I was going to put it above Super Mario 3D World myself. I also wanted to put it above Super Mario 3D oh. World. I mean, I think it's okay, but, you know... I mean, it's okay. I'm more well, interested in it. Me too. Yeah, I, I took a look over at the YouTube comments on this video. Uh, not a lot of people supporting my support for the Stanley Parable, but whatever, y'all voted for uh, Revengeance four times. Yep. Wow. Not huggers. Get bent. I, I, not I think there's a, there's a significant um, danger that I will not think Stanley Parable is funny at all. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, that, that is a significant danger for me also. But it's, so I, I, and it's very, I, I'm interested in it as a piece of art, whether or not I'll like it. It's way less likely that I'm going to dislike Kentucky Route Zero, I believe, from All what right. I've seen. Yeah, so let's so, put it above TSP. Okay, yeah, I'm that's what I want to do. Yeah, go for it. All Just right. get it in there, man. Just get it you, in there. You got two more games. Ace is uh, Wild and what else? Either Ace Brothers or Gunpoint. Wild. Uh, brothers... Uh, Man, I really think I'm going to like it. Uh, so I definitely want it above uh, Fire Emblem. I've been interested in it, but since I... I don't know if I'm as interested as you. I don't know if I would put it above Fire Emblem. I might mm. put it below it. And Fire Emblem, again, to me, is just Fire Emblem. I certainly understand your position. Um... Yeah. Fire Emblem seems to be the threshold on this list of games that are just okay. Yeah, it yeah. is. Well, that seems the, to be how those... we always structure these lists, which yeah. is cool. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, man, I don't know. 
can we tie it? No, that's that's dumb. No, no ties. No, no ties. Uh, especially a tie that no uh, to tie a game uh, with one that nobody's played. Um, okay, I don't know. I think you guys don't have a lot of time left. I know. I think it should be below Fire Emblem. Tim thinks it should be above, but all of us are operating on limited information. What from brothers? Just yeah. I'm gonna put it above because uh, it's it. like the it's kind of game I would really like. It's yeah, I fine. think I, there. It seems like it does something really, really spectacularly cool. You got so. one slot left. And that what is that? Tim, you want to put Kokuga in there instead of whatever? Yes, yes. Can 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 I? Can we put a game in? Yes, we yes, can. Yes, you can. Uh, let's put Kokuga in there. I want to put Kokuga in there, and I thought you did. Man, I want to put Kokuga in there at number two, but I don't think anybody else does. No, so. I actually, I I played it and I didn't like it nearly as much as you did. Oh, I would put it, no. I put it below Shin Megami Tensei Four. Uh yeah, I could be comfortable with that. Uh, I've got a, Ko- a Kotaku article coming out on Monday. That I'm is, sorry. Uh, going to put Kokuga where it deserves to be. Zero people voted for Kokuga, but I guess that's why they have us. Yeah. That's 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 me and Brandon's vote then. Yeah. Right? right. That we get to put it in there. Yes. I, I want to put it in there because God darn, that's a fantastic game. All right. It's it's time for the final phase of this list. I'm going to give uh, the, you the list as it prese- as it's presented now, and you can yeah. make uh, last minute tweaks. LMTs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, here is the list in its glory as it exists currently. I want to see its glory, and I want my scalps. There you go. Okay, here it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like let's see what we got. My body is ready. That's um, really uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a solid list, guys. Yeah, I'm okay with Ridiculous Fishing's position now that uh, Attack of the Friday Monsters is what's above it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I'm it. gonna I'm gonna read it aloud for our audience. Uh, should I read it from lowest to highest quality or highest? Yeah, that's quality? that's fun. Do it that way. Okay. Uh, lowest quality. Um, our. Well, let's start uh, with the number. Number them. Uh, number twenty. Our uh, uh, <laughs> clash of clans of the year is uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh, number nineteen. Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon X and Y. Pokemon C. Candy Pokemon Box. C. Uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, Keep Super Mario numbers. 3D World. Uh, man, I, I <laughs> okay, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. <laughs> 14 is the Stanley Parable. 13 is Kentucky Route Zero. 12 is Dive Kick. 11 is Antichamber. 10 is Papers, Please. 9 is Kokuga. 8 is Shin Megami Tensei 4. Four. 7 is The Last Ophis. Uh, 6 is 868-Hack. Uh, 5 is uh, Ridiculous Fishing. And I must have gotten confused at some point because 3 is Attack of the Friday Monsters. Uh, 2 is Gone Home. And number 1 is The Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. Cool. Okay. Um, I well, like the it. The times they have changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These are a whole lot of little little games. I love After sure spending are. the last uh, the last several years of my life being the guy who uh, who just walks into a GameStop and starts talking smack about Zelda, I'm glad to. Uh, I think it's I think it's a fun little weird bit of contrarianism on my part to to uh, to be involved in a list of games of the year that puts a Legend of Zelda right at the top. And I'm sure we're all looking forward to Hyrule Warriors. High roller ears. I will. Uh, I will on the day that game comes out. I will throw up onto my blanket, and then I will suck the vomit out of my blanket. 
Excellent. That's that's what I will do. Can you suck it out using a rolled up newspaper and then eat the yeah, newspaper? We'll use a, yeah, then I will eat the newspaper, which is wet with my vomit. And when I that's that's all I've got. Guys, do you, do you want me to sing, sing my song again because we talked? Yeah, about it a you should bit. probably sing the song again. <laughs> okay, here we go. From the Kalos region to Monaco, Video Land is tuning to this show. It's the only place in the world to go to discover the game of the year. <laughs> you dove, you kicked, and you bioshocked. You tore away at your candy box, but only insert credit can herd the flock to discover the game of the year. No other game podcast composes such lists, or at least none is quite comprehensive as this. So honk and chew away all your fears, grab a popcornocalypse and a beer. Come on, everybody, it's finally here! It's the insert credit game of the year! Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Blaine, that is that spectacular. <laughs> I wrote that about twenty minutes before the show. Good That's job. good. That's good. <laughs> okay. Good job, everybody. Uh, it's been yeah. a fantastic time. I'm looking forward to doing this again at the end of 2014. Tune in next week for our best game of all times uh, episode, which will feature a surprising twist. Ooh. Uh, keep keep sending in those votes for the best game of all time to podcast at insertcredit.com. We'll see you then. I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Zavaldi. I'm Tim Rogers right here. I'm Brandon Sheffield in Frank's and, house. And in 2013, you've been playing with podcasts. Podcast over, yeah!